Yo, what's up, everybody? Nez, driving down the road, uh, 395 in Northern California. It is 2.56 in the a.m. I'm on my way to the airport, going down to uh, Dallas, Texas, for Texas Frightmare 2023. Uh, Listening to one of my bros' shows, uh, Dr. Movie, definitely check him out got his movie reviews and was listening to one of his latest episode uh knock at the cabin awesome film if you guys haven't seen it if you have uh peacock peacock i believe it's uh, still streaming on there <sighs> but anyways um texas frightmare i'm excited i'm only going today uh today's friday so i'm flying down i'm gonna fly down there i gotta fly from reno to Denver, then Denver to Dallas, and then uh, it's later on tonight. Whenever, or what's today's date? May 26th. So, whenever you hear this. But anyway, uh, the reason that I'm doing this uh, shout out to Dr. Movie again. He drives down the road where he lives and, and then he does his little uh, movie reviews and everything. Also, again, awesome show. Uh, I'll, I'll also be seeing him later on today. Um, thinking about uh, really, really trying to start my 31 Days of Horror for this year and just thinking of movies here and there. A lot, of course, a lot of 80s uh, cheese and nonsense that I always bring you guys every year. Still got to look for those uh, those gems that I find on YouTube, those uh, little short films that uh, Brian and I always find and uh, maybe some new ones depending on whatever I find on Shutter or whatever these other horror film apps. I mean, there is some awesome uh, short films. I mean, even like full films on uh, YouTube. You just gotta search and search for it. Anyway, um, I have my list so far. So far, I have like 21 movies, and I still need to get uh, another 10. So, but I'm just, if you guys, whoever's listening to this, if there's something that uh, I haven't done yet throughout, I, I can't even tell you how many years we've done uh, 31 Days of Horror. But, um, I mean, every time when I come down to doing this list, it's always hard to think of what. I mean, I, I try to bring you the some of the stuff you've never heard of. I mean, but a lot of you horror watchers already know uh, a lot of these movies. I mean, because I can't know if it was last year or the year before. Uh, Brian and I, we found some gems that uh, were in the theater, and then there was a couple that uh, might not have been uh, in the 80s. I mean, from the, the Pit, if you guys have uh, seen that film, or if you, if you listen to our review, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before. That one was... Uh, it was a movie, <laughs> but um, check that one out if you got. I think it's still. We watched it when it was on YouTube, um, but then there was. Uh, I think it's on Shutter or Amazon, one of those ones. It's called The Pit, about this kid that uh, finds um, a pit out in the in the woods wherever he lives, and yeah, yeah, all hell breaks loose. You guys have seen it. Um, it's it's worth the watch. Will I ever watch it again? Probably not, but. It was something for us to talk about and laugh around about. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you where that review is. You'd have to go back and look for it if you didn't hear it. 
Um, but there was one that popped in my head when <laughs> because um, the reason I'm, I'm saying this is because there's one the movie that I'm about to, to talk about for for a second. I'm not going to go into it. It's, it's just the the title that when I saw it, it was called Night Warning. I think it was it's called uh, something Butcher Maker or whatever. That's not what it was called when I saw it in the theater. It was called Night Warning. But anyway, uh, I believe it's Jimmy McNichol and I think it was Jimmy McNichol. I can't remember. Uh, I need to watch it again. I, I remember the beginning. I don't really remember the end, so I think I need to watch it. But this uh, the word horror, it's really, I mean, especially with today's movies, because uh, Dr. Movie, when he was doing uh, Knock at the Cabin, it was put as a horror film. But you guys know me when, when I, my, I'm really selective to call movies horror that I don't think are horror, but I, I don't know. They just put it in that category. But I, I was like, okay, I mean, there's this and there's that. I, you know what the traditional horror is. And then the, I mean, there's so many different horror genres. It's, it's hard to just say, oh, it's a horror movie. So I, I don't know. I get Knock at the Cabin had some horrific stuff in it. But I wouldn't go as far as calling it a horror film. So I'm going to have a few movies uh, this year that we're going to review. It might just be me or it might be Brian and I and, or whoever. Of course, I got to get the Z-Z one, at least one. Uh, Mike, of course, and whoever else uh, I drag into it. But uh, that's why I'm bringing up Night Warning. I mean, it, it's the, the situation, from what I remember, it, it was labeled a horror film back in whatever, 80-something, whenever that one came out. But... I'm going to maybe find a couple other ones. I mean, I, we have done it before where the, a movie we were talking about wasn't really a horror film, but they just labeled it horror. So I don't know. I mean, they, especially lately, man, they're really playing loose with the word horror on some of these films. But um, I'm going to try to not focus on that. I mean, of course, like I said, I got... 21 movies so far, which are pretty much, in my opinion, horror films. Maybe one or two isn't really, but um, I'm going to try to find some of these films that I don't think are horror, <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see, because there, there's another one that uh, a friend of the show, Julie, she's going to come on, and we're going to do that uh, film, Food of the Gods. We were supposed to do it last year, but we kind of just got lost in the shuffle but this year uh we're gonna sit down and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that one it is a book i'm again you guys can know if you listen to the show i'm not much of a reader but we're gonna we're gonna talk about that that was in if it wasn't early 80s it was like late 70s i I, want to say more late 70s uh food of the gods i saw that film when it was uh on tv uh, when I was a kid, and I've always loved it. I need to find. Also, there's another one. I think it was in the '70s as well. Might have came around, came around, uh, came out at the same time or around. Um, Food of the Gods was Empire of the Ants. That was labeled a horror movie. It's the giant uh, ants and, and all that, but it's goofy. But as a kid, I love it, and I, I can still appreciate it today. 
with uh, how they made it and everything. Those practical effects, and then the uh, the effects, especially for the big for the seventies, late seventies, of uh, how they made the ants look really giant. Um, not so much uh, when it's up close. It's like they made the the head of the ant and its legs or whatever trying to attack the people, but. When you get the far away shots, it's actually really real ants, and then you know they, the movie magic and how they make it look big. It, if you've seen the film, uh, it looks really cheesy when they're using the real ants, <laughs> especially when it's mixed in with the well, with the live action people standing there acting like they're they're scared and everything. It's it's goofy, but I, I love that film. I need to find that one. I know it was on Blu-ray, but I think it's out of print, so I don't know. I'll have to find it. Uh, somewhere, um, for me, for for loving that movie, you think I should have it, but I don't. Who knows? Um, but anyway, there's gonna be a couple films this this year that uh, will not be quote unquote horror. It, it'll it's horror in the, like the synopsis or whatever or whatever they put it, whatever genre they put it in. But there's some that I don't think was a horror film. I know the. Uh, Dizisi and I were talking about, uh, if you guys listened to the last regular episode, we kind of went through some of the movies that people consider horror, like uh, we talked about Cape Fear, the uh, the Martin Scorsese one that came out in the 90s, and um, Silence of the Lambs. I, yes, there was horrific stuff in both of those films, but I, I didn't really think they were, they were horror movies. I mean, tr- to me, I would say traditional. I, I didn't think that, but it, 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 that's my opinion. Some of you might think I'm, I'm full, of, full of beans, but um, yeah, I mean, those, those are there's gonna be a, a, some movies. I mean, it, I'm racking my brain and I'm coming to you guys. If there's movies like that, if you guys get what I'm saying about it's labeled horror, but it's not really a horror film, if any of you um, message us or whatever or post something on uh, the Facebook page. Uh, for East Society, just say, hey, this is one that's labeled horror, but if you don't think it's a horror film, um, maybe we've done it or maybe we haven't. I, I don't know. If it's something we've done already, I might just do it again anyway. I mean, feel free. I've done uh, multiple movies. Uh, speaking of a movie I've already covered before, but this was way back in the beginning. Um, not a horror film, but uh, it's, la- it's labeled sci-fi as well. It I guess it's got to dealing with some little sci-fi things, but I, I didn't really think it was much of a sci-fi film. But anyway, um, Repo Man, the one that came out in the 80s with uh, Harry Dean Stanton and uh, Emilio Estevez. I want to say Lance and I... I know we did it, and I think I, I covered it with Lance uh, from The Horror Returns. Uh, he's also going to be at Texas Frightmare, so... Uh, I just bought the, the Blu-ray, the, I think it's the Criterion Edition or whatever, I, I don't know, I, I just bought it, I haven't opened it or watched it, I've seen the movie a million times, but I haven't seen it in a long time, I think the last time I saw that film was when uh, we covered it, uh, Lance and I are going are gonna to redo that one, revisit that one, it'll be a uh, ESP Rewind, and uh, kind of go into it a little more after all these years. But it's it's a cult classic. If you guys have seen Repo Man, or if you didn't even hear our, my review that I did, or we did, way back in whenever, um, you're gonna hear it again. So I'm just that's what I'm saying. Like if there's a film that you 
want us to to cover uh, this year's on 31 Days of Horror, shoot me a message or whatever and say, hey, this one's cool. I've already, I have gotten some uh, messages from people for uh, movies that they want to hear that we haven't done. So I'm like, yeah, sure, man, whatever. Uh, it just saves me the headache of searching for uh, films. Because I always rack my brains every year. Um, there's been a shit ton of films, uh, be it mainstream horror or just indie horror. I mean, there's there's so much out there. So I'm going to try to rack my brain, rack the, search the internet, and uh, hopefully get more uh, suggestions from uh, the viewing audience. And um, a lot of my buddies are, hey, man, do this one or do that one. So, again, I got 21 movies so far. I need another 10. That's why I'm coming to you guys. Like, come on, help. Help a brother out. <laughs> so... Uh, again, I'm going to try to get these done before we get to October. Because usually, I, I would say that every year. Yeah, I'm going to start early. I'm going to start early. I do start early. But then when I get it gets to October, I mean, there's that's when I start racking my brain. And I'm like, fuck, man. I got <laughs> I got some more to do. Because like, if you guys, if you're new to listening to the East Society, when we do our 31 Days of Horror, that's a review every single day in October from October 1st to October 31st we drop an episode as well as the um, regular episodes when we try to squeeze them in there when we can I remember last year some guys were like you guys did hardly barely did any regular episodes uh, for E-Society and my defense was like hey man I gave you one every single day give me a break <laughs> so but uh uh, yeah, we're still going to squeeze in the regular episodes when we can uh, in October. <clears throat> Not sure when we're when the new one is coming. Because um, I got stuff going on this weekend. Texas Frightmare today. Um, hopefully, if I can fly back tomorrow morning. Uh, I got to fly back, drive to the Bay Area for the Cure concert that's going on at Shoreline in uh, Mountain View, California. Oh, excuse me. Um, so that's going to be a mission. I'm like, when I when the Cure was announced that they were touring again, I was like, oh man, sweet. I bought my tickets and didn't even realize the dates. And it's right back, right in the middle of Texas Frightmare. So I'm like, ah. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Um, I might be there and I might not be there. I, I'm hoping I can be there, but. It uh, depends on the, the flight situation. I mean, I fly standby. For those of you that don't know, I work for an airline. So, um, yeah, it's cool to just jump on a plane when I can. But sometimes, especially during the weekends, especially now lately, I don't, I don't really know why, but everyone's going all over the place. So it's a little rough uh, when it's coming to for me to fly somewhere. But I don't know. Let's we'll see. Uh, right now, it looks pretty good for me. So hopefully I can get on. I wish we had uh, a direct flight from Reno to Dallas. I know that we did for a couple months, and then and it was always full. <laughs> so I'd rather would have had that flight. Just get on, fall asleep, wake up in in Dallas. But I don't know. We'll see. But um, Texas Frightmare tonight. It's it's not at uh, 
the place where it has been for the last few years that I've gone. What was it? I can't even remember the hotel. It was at it was at the uh, Dallas Fort Worth Airport. I don't know if it was the Hilton or something like that. I don't know. It was it was in a, at a hotel in the the lower parts, They're like the little exhibit halls and the ballrooms and all that. Uh, it was separated into two big rooms, and then there's some small rooms where they had panels and everything. So, but this year. It's at a convention center. Uh, it's in Dallas-Fort Worth. Um, Dallas is pretty spread out, for those of you who don't know, and it's, like, broken up into different, I don't know, sections of, of Dallas. So, but Fort Worth is right there. Uh, I assume it's close to the Texas Ranger Stadium and the Cowboy Stadium, I think. I, again, I don't know. I've been to Dallas a bunch of times, but I don't. It, it for me how when I go places I base it on the uh, for my direction. I mean Dallas is is like flat, so I mean I'm used to the mountains where I know okay there's that big mountain I need to go this way to wherever I'm going. I mean even if I go to L.A. it's kind of hard for me to figure out which way is up and which way is east and west and all that. So Dallas is like that for me. So I'm not really sure on which directions uh, I'm going there. But anyway, but anyway, it's at the it's at the convention center. I've never been there. So, and we were always complaining uh, that Texas Primer is getting so big now that it needs to be in a bigger place. So it's cool that they moved it to a convention center. So there's a lot more uh, free room because usually, especially when it's really busy, it's crowded in there. Um, for those of you that have been to San Diego Comic Con, maybe not that crowded, but there is time, especially in the in the little exhibit halls, where it is your shoulder to shoulder trying to get through these small little aisles to to look at all the things that are in there or meet uh, the celebrities you want to meet. So hopefully, uh, this will ease that issue to where there's plenty of room for us to dance if we want. And swing our arms and all that if we want to but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it uh, I'll give you one once I the day is over uh, I'll post videos and take pictures and everything while I'm there if you follow us on TikTok please do uh, I'll put some stuff on there as well as Instagram and, and all that um, but yeah so just if, if you're all you guys that do follow us thank you and listen to everything that we put out because this is going on the uh, the Spotify for podcasters or whatever it's called now. So, um, AKA anchor. Uh, so this, this is where this is going to be. So please, uh, check it out, spread the word, uh, do us a favor. And, um, when I, if you guys follow us on Twitter or whatever, uh, retweet it, uh, tell you, tell your mom, tell your friends, uh, about our little show. I always say this Zisu is the voice of reason. And I'm just the old, grumpy old grouchy old man but uh people love it and okay right on first first horns up to you guys thank you but yeah everyone that's uh, it right now still driving down the road i got another i don't know i don't even think i'm not even at the halfway point yet almost to the halfway point on my drive to get to the airport so but anyway uh i'll come back with more uh hopefully uh, another wrap up uh, I'll be with uh, 
Michael, a fellow East Side. He joined last year when we went to Texas Frightmare. Uh, didn't give him much coverage. He's, he's, he's a little quiet guy, but uh, I'll get him to say some uh, stuff uh, when, I, when we do a, another In the Car uh, episode after uh, tonight's uh, excitement. Try, hopefully can get uh, Ricky and Lance and whoever else uh, that I uh, come across. <laughs> During this adventure down to uh, Texas, so but all right, everyone, rambling now. Uh, what's three sixteen in the morning? Whenever I started this, I don't remember. Uh, so, but uh, it's fifty-one degrees. I, I think I need to put my sweatshirt on now. This old man body is starting to get cold. I was hot when I was trying to get rushing around and getting ready. But anyway, rambling again. So I'm out of here. Talk to you guys on the flip-flop. So until then, everyone be out there, be safe, and party on.